Carla. And I'm Sarah. Welcome to Creative Reboot. Guess what, guys? It's our last episode of our first year of our podcast. That was not easy to say. <laughs> that wasn't as easy as it looked, was it, when we wrote it down? Um, we've learned so much this year um, in our very first year of podcasting. And one thing we've uh, definitely realised, I think, is that um, we are quite busy ladies. We have quite a lot going on. Uh, we both have multiple things going on. Um, and so getting a podcast out every two weeks often involves one of us swearing at the other. I will let you guess which person is behind the, behind the drag curve and which person is swearing. I'm sure. No, no, um, always, I'm sure. No, but mostly. Um, and which person is working to a tiny deadline going, oh, fuck, fuck, it came out like a month ago, like a day ago. I really should do the show notes now. Mm-hmm. So... Um, We've decided to have a little pause, so we're going to pause things over Christmas and New Year, and we're going to come back uh, sometime in February. We are, and we've just also decided to, um, for next year, we're going to shift our format. So we've actually come up with the idea of doing three seasons uh, of ten episodes each, uh, which we're going to release throughout the year. I think our plan is to do them like weekly for a ten-week period, and then we're going to take something like six weeks off in between. Was that what you we suggested, Carl? I think so, yeah. So yeah. ten, then six, then ten, then six. And then that just gives us a nice space for um, a little Christmas, a sneaky Christmas episode Absolutely. before we shut down for the also Christmas means, period. Yep, it also means you'll be hearing from us a whole lot more through next year as well. So um, we figured... Uh, it might be good to mention here that we have a mailing list and that means then you will know exactly when our new episodes are out if you go over to the website which is creativereboot.co and sign up to the mailing list yay <laughs> um and i think that's also a good point is to um at this point is to tell you that you know we think that this is what we'll do long term from now on we think that the seasons are going to suit us but obviously we've not tried doing seasons yet so we will experiment next year we will let you know how we're getting on you'll probably know how we're getting on depending on whether they actually happen or not we usually tell you don't we so yeah we usually (laughs) give you a clue um and then by the end of next year by this time next year i reckon we'll be um we'll know what what the rest of Creative Reboot's life will look like, which feels say, very big, doesn't it? I thought you were going to go with uh, that we'll know what we're doing, but that's never going to happen, quite frankly, no. is it really? No, so. no, but I did type in episode 425 by accident earlier, so yes. when we get to episode 425, I feel like we'll be fine. <laughs> we'll know what we're doing by then, yes, <laughs> right? hopefully, maybe. <laughs> Fingers crossed. So what are we talking um, about today, Carla? What are we doing in this episode? Uh, that's a good question, Sarah. I've no idea. Uh, no, I do know. Um, so we... D- <laughs> It's been a long, long week. A long year, let's put it that way. (laughs) It's been a long, it's it's been 2020. I do feel like actually, just to sidetrack slightly, um, I was saying to someone the other day, I think that in our future... Uh, we are going to say things so you know in Harry Potter mm. when they say I'm just going to do a Weasley and fly out of here on my broom yes I feel like that's what 2020 is going to be like people are going to be like oh, it's just so shit it's 2020 yeah um, it's going to it's, I'm sure it's going to become but we have to get out of it before we can laugh at it I absolutely think, so. and it's, it's going to be one of those words where I like when I think about there are certain words in Maltese for example that they that are untranslatable and 2020 is going to be one of those it, it, it will just mean every combination of every bad word you can imagine but it's just untranslatable it will become the worst in fact the worst possible say, thing it's gonna be the worst possible swear word and i'm not gonna say the c word on it. I, I say it a lot but i'm not gonna say yeah. it on air um but i yes i, I think that is it so um, anyway sorry carry on we digress yeah. so well this is this is our review episode isn't it so yeah. yeah so we thought maybe as a final episode it would be quite nice to have a little look back over the year and we know it's been shit we know mm. it's been 2020 but you know there are hopefully some little silver linings we can pull out of that and we are nothing if not honest about everything yes so we we want to look at everything uh everything that's happened 
No, that's not true. We're not looking at everything that's happened because we'll cry. <laughs> but we'll look back at the podcast and the year and we'll, you know, have a little look at that. And our little and also, businesses, you know, how we, you know, there have been things how we review. Good, yeah. Yeah and, yeah, and how we review and, and how you can review in your business and your creative life. Um, and also then looking forward to 2021 and talking about some goal setting and we might even manage some handy hints in between the waffling. Um, so, yeah, so that's kind that. of our plan. I mean, again, when, when was the last time this year a plan went to plan? Hey, yeah, but, exactly. <laughs> So, Carla, how do you look back and review over the year then? That's a good question. Um, No, so I have, um, for a long time now, um, I have a a bit of a New Year's Eve ritual. So I don't like going out on New Year's Eve. Um, I've done it under duress uh, for friends and boyfriends over the years. But what I generally would prefer to do is shut myself in my house. I have candles, LED ones, because I have a stupid cat. (laughs) Uh, And I have, I always have Haagen-Dazs ice cream um belgian chocolate is the best but cookies and cream will do in a pinch yeah and i have a series of um so some of them are my own and some of the ones that i download so i'll link to um susanna conway's um the year she's got a year like a yearly review uh workbook which i absolutely love it's called unraveling um and it's free and you can download it she releases it sort of end of november every year and I've been doing that for a really long time. And then I've got some stuff of my own that I also do, which if I get round to releasing them by the time we release this episode, I will also link to those. Yeah. Um, and so I just go through and it's about looking back at the year, um, the year that's been um, and previous years as well. in a sort of not not in a losing yourself in comparison way, but in seeing how things have changed and grown. And for me, the looking back is actually about giving myself that very rare chance to sit back and go, oh, I actually achieved this, that and the other. You know, I actually did, might not have done what I planned to do, but I have done all of this stuff this year. Um, And these are things that have happened and these are things that I've loved and these are things that I haven't. And actually, I'm so busy and so constantly creating stuff and so constantly looking forward that for me, it's a really precious time of year to look back and actually acknowledge what I've achieved. Because I do, we all achieve far more than we give ourselves credit for. Well, I think that's also, that's usually the point then when we look back and see how much we've done, that we realise just why we're so fucking exhausted. (laughs) Also that, (laughs) actually, so so we're recording this in... um, in November and I actually started my planning today and um yeah it was when I was looking like I've got this massive pile of post-it notes and was like oh that's why I'm exhausted because all of this and then all of oh okay it makes yeah, sense then make doesn't it sense. Yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. um and it's amazing as well when you go back one of one of the ways that I one of the practical ways I do it is I actually flick back through my calendar and my file of facts to see what I have done in big but also the little small things mm. every day um and yeah it's a when you start looking at that and, and making that into a list if you can be asked which i often can um yeah it's mental it, it it's really it's it's a really big it's a big realization and it, and weirdly i do it every year and i don't get any better at acknowledging during the year how much i'm achieving but it's really important to me to do that um but at least you know then, that carla but at least you know yeah exactly and then um so then so there's a there's a there's a review element and there's a kind of pulling together um element which um often ends up in a blog post so mm. the last few years have been a little bit um so yeah sporadic i would say on the blogging front um sometimes it ends up on a business site sometimes it ends up on my blog site it depends how much what i've done that year you know yeah. so the year that i went full time obviously mostly was on business stuff because that's mostly what i had done that year um but there is always somewhere on one of my sites there will be a roundup of what the year has held because that for me for my own personal records feels important mm. and then i move on to planning and looking forward and um seeing seeing what i want to achieve and what i want to fit in and actually most importantly what i want my year to look like by which i mean 
So what I'm looking at right now is this year feels like I've just spent the whole year firefighting and I'm sure that I'm not alone. Mm. I just feel like I've just been reactive, constantly reacting to the changing yeah. situation. I'm not going to use the pivot word because if one more person says pivot, I'm going to cry. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I feel that's Although, all I've done. I did, I did see, a, just to completely uh, take you off on a tangent there, no, I good. did see someone post something the other day saying it's not a pivot, it's a sachet. <laughs> I mean, I was and thinking I more that. like a... Um, what's the ballet to Oh, the um, fuette, where they do the a like a pirouette, but there is there is one that you do that the the Swan Lake dancer does oh. twenty seven of them in a row or something. It's amazing to watch. That's what this year feels like. It's not just a pivot to this way. It's like I'm just going to go round and round, and then just as I've settled, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the point. I would fall over probably because yeah. I can't do. And the I was never thing. fabulous. I was never fabulous at point work. So trying to do it all year has been really fucking hard. No, yeah. So that that's that's where my brain is this year. Excellent. And so next year, I know that I want more time to spend with my friends because this year I've not seen very much of my friends because of COVID mm. and when I have seen my friends we've ended up talking about COVID because yeah. that's the thing it's that's been, the been topic part of, of this year it's been everyone's year. conversation isn't it really um, you can't get away from and it and I also know yeah exactly I also know so um, my big purchase next year is going to be a kayak and a roof rack so that I can finally take my own boat out on water and so I want to make sure that that is happening regularly and if I don't plan it in I will be I will buy it in January and by December I'll still be wondering when I can get out on my boat. Yeah. So it, for me, planning is a very practical thing because I have so many different things going on. Um, but it's just nice to have... I would, I would say I think it's really important to note, and I'm really interested to see how our planning differs because I know I have been planning for, I don't know, 10, 15 years. I've had this this ritual of planning. Um, and I know that you have recently started planning, so I'm, I'm intrigued to see how that differs for us just now. But I would say that I'm not necessarily wedded to the outcome. So what I plan doesn't necessarily have to happen but it gives me like training wheels mm. stabilizers yeah. for the beginning of the year yeah it gives me a direction to go in and then i go in and then if other things happen that's fine but it, it gives me a spine to i'm gonna have to come up with a better word for that but it, <laughs> it definitely gives me like a i don't know like the trunk of the tree and then yeah. i can go off in little branches but i've always got something to come back to to yes. keep going in yeah, the right yeah. direction absolutely and, that feels very important. Um, mm. I think I would be very uncomfortable. I mean, this year looks different because of we've had the year that we've had in 2020, but I think I would be very, very uncomfortable trying to approach a year without that in place. Yeah, well, that, that, is, that is how I approached all of my years up until this one. So what changed your mind? Well, what a year you let, picked to start planning? <laughs> I'm going to go back to the reviewing stuff first because I have, okay. in, in a way, I have reviewed... Uh, ever since I started my photography business, I have always done an end of year blog post. And that has been my review, my review process for the year. It's actually been putting those posts together and um, going back through all my shoots and finding photographs to put into that blog post that I suddenly realised just how much I've done. Um, because obviously, you know, being a photographer, taking photographs of every aspect of my life not just business stuff but all the personal stuff too so when I go on trips there's been um you know all days out or all of those kinds of things so that, even to the point where I've actually gone diving through my personal uh, photo files and gone oh I forgot I went to this place this year you know so um that's awesome <laughs> that has been my review process that and I always kind of normally do that at the, towards the end of December so I think I usually put that post out between Christmas and New Year um 
when I'm being good, sometimes it ends up going into January. But hey, um, I, I have I've released 2020, uh, 2020. I've released end of year blog posts in like March. Oh, I know some people. I don't think I've ever gone that far before. But yeah, typically it's in the usually in January. It depends or, on the year. It yes. depends how much there's been. Doesn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, exactly. Because so. sometimes they can take a damn long time to write as well mm-hmm. if you've had a really busy year. So that review that has been. I know, like you said, you have your um, ritual on New Year's Eve, which sounds wonderful, by the way. But um yeah that that blog post that's my the only review I've had and it's while I was just listening to you talking there it kind of gave me a little realization especially as I've told you about this being that like the first year I've ever made any goals I've suddenly realized actually I'm not really a reviewer or a planner I've always been very much in the present and not looking back and not looking forward so which is amazing in many ways like it's a really good way to live mm. but it can be enhanced, I think, by a bit of planning and a bit oh, of Oh, absolutely. Well, this is what I have discovered this year, Carla. So. Ooh, okay, this is good. <laughs> so, obviously, last year, moving to Canada was my first year working for myself full-time. I'd kind of set myself this goal that I was going to, uh, you know, have my photography and copywriting business up and running. And um, so I, I actually... I think I, I signed up to uh, a marketing program. I signed, you know, I started doing lots of reading. I downloaded a whole bunch of stuff, and I discovered this whole thing about planning, making goals for the new year, which I'd never done before. I was always one of those people, you know, where they say, "Okay, everyone, you're going to write down three goals that you want to achieve for next year," and I'd be the one doodling on my piece of paper while everyone is furiously scribbling away because it was like mental blank, nothing. I'd, I've never been because even like yeah. I, I think I said it to someone once they were like well Sarah you're not writing anything down and I was like no and they said well what, what why what's what's going on and I I think the answer I gave them was I've never really made goals because I've never really allowed myself to dare to dream um, oh yeah that was kind of what came out that's sadder than I thought you like I wasn't sure what you were going to come out with but that's that's quite a yeah I don't know whether yeah. I don't know why I really don't know why even to the point where in, in like interviews and stuff you know that dreaded question where do you see yourself in five years time Sarah or in ten years time and my answer was always I don't even know what I'm going to be doing next week so I couldn't tell you but in fairness <laughs> as as a seasoned planner mm. I also hate that question because as a multipod and as a like a true creative i when someone says where are you going to be in five i don't fucking know yes. who knows what ideas i might have in the next couple of years that i might develop over the next five I mean, oh yeah yours on, are for totally different reasons because so, you will have different so reasons but similar ideas. yeah but in the same I'm way like... like you can't possibly know what the next you know we don't know what the next six weeks is going to bring right. which this year has taught us so yeah. I, I don't think that's entirely wrong but i also think dreaming is is a right oh absolutely i think it's something you should be yeah this is definitely something i have learned in the last year or so it's um i don't know what stopped me from doing it before i still haven't really delved into that maybe that will come at some point but um yeah so actually i i don't even know what it was that that um changed things last year but i started writing some goals for myself and by the end of last year i had a whole list of goals mapped out for 2020 um to do with my business specifically but there were personal things in there as well um and i'd had them planned out per month and i had tasks set you know things that i needed to learn and things that i needed to do to achieve all of these goals and then obviously you know pandemic happened but <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love how that makes Sad everyone times. do a little <laughs> <laughs> It's it's like a muttly laugh, but not a muttly yeah, laugh. It's like, absolutely. Oh. Yeah, it's not yeah. funny really, but I'm gonna laugh anyway. No, yeah. But you have to laugh so you don't cry. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And you know, obviously things did change from that. And not not hugely in that I still was 
following i actually follow i think i followed my plans until around june time so i carried on muscling through despite everything until then i suddenly realized actually why why have i got weddings here why have i got um portrait shoots here a the it's impossible to do when you've got a pandemic thing going on anyway and b i'm not getting much joy out of them and i'm making i'm doing really well with the with the copywriting side of things so why don't i make this a bigger thing so so actually then that is when i picked up the goal list and almost kind of screwed it up and threw it in into a ball in the corner of the office and went okay new goals <laughs> but then that I think is the beauty of it I mean you know when I was saying about the tree and the branches Mm. I think that's exactly it knowing the general direction that you want to go in is the most important thing yes and so how specific you are will vary I think per person um but I think actually being brave enough to then look at those goals and go "Mm, do you know what my life has changed yeah what I want has changed yes I think that takes a level of bravery which is awesome that you went "Mm, I look at these and actually I, I wanted these six months ago and I don't anymore yeah yeah and i just did a throwing motion for those of us that everybody <laughs> I, I'm, do you know i always said i didn't want to do vlogs but actually i keep forgetting it's i think maybe you should I, we can see each other no put let's, this, let's put this on your list, next year. list you should have some some youtube vlogs that's what you need <laughs> um i do it's, it's actually on my list ironically enough, ah. but um yeah but i'm a bit scared so anyway <laughs> moving swiftly on back to your planning um yeah no i i think that takes a a real um bravery but also what is the word i'm looking for like a real self-belief, self-knowledge, something. I'm not quite... The, I'll shout a word in about yeah, 10 minutes' time. Like, not that like, will have no relation to what we're talking about then. But something that, that says, actually, no, this is what I really want. And just because it's written on a goal list doesn't mean you have to do it. And I yes. think that's a really important point. Yeah. Just because you write something down that you want at a point in time, it doesn't have to be the thing that you always want forever and always. Absolutely. Because things change. As a, as, you know, as, as a prolific bullet journal, which is something you got me started on, Carla, but... The, that it's that thing isn't it of having having the thing written on your list saying oh yes i want to do this i want to do this and then i think we had a conversation once that actually when you notice the thing has been on the list for six eight nine ten eleven twelve months oh into the new book and you start to think actually is that important anymore do i want that anymore because things do change don't they things change as you go along your your thoughts and, and feelings you change and, I yeah think fundamentally our values stay similar but then actually no we've been doing some work this week on values um because my own are inextricably linked with my business Mm -hmm. so they they will never um i don't think they will ever be separate like i have these values and the business has these they're always going to be crossed over and and interlinked for my you know my photography and my mentoring and my main business that is me and likewise with my art but um the businesses that i run or the the projects that i run jointly um and there are quite a few of those now um the business has values of its own and we obviously have values and obviously you know the people I choose to run businesses with are similar enough to me Mm. that you know but but there are things and so it's really interesting to just check in every year Are, are your values still the same has your business's values changed slightly has your business changed enough that it needs to you know, and then, then I guess it fits in with like, so you've done a massive rebrand this year, which I'm guessing was not really in your plan. No, not at all. At the beginning of the year. <laughs> not even <laughs> but that a comes little along bit, when you no. start to, Yeah, and I think when you're keeping, and I think for me, I, I don't know if you'd agree, but for me, long term, um, having that planning and reviewing procedure in place. So I also, I do a check-in every 90 days and I do a big check-in in the middle of the year. So I have my, my big thing is, is New Year's Eve. That's my, I mean, it's sometimes a couple of days before, a couple of days after, but by the time, by the time we get back going in January, the new working year starts, 
um, I have a, a full plan in place. Um, and then June, I always do like a big, another big couple of days. I set a couple of days aside and just like run around with post-it notes and flip charts. And it's the best fun in the world. Um, <laughs> and then at the three month marks, I do kind of little mini check-ins. And for me, having that structure, like the rest of my life is not terribly structured, but having that structure means that I have more, I don't even know if the word is control. I am more in tune. Mm. I think I'm more in tune with my business, with my life, with what I want, with where I'm going, where my goals are, how those things are fitting in with my, like how my life is actually going. Because obviously there are things that happen in our lives that are well out of our control. Absolutely. And it means that you can then do stuff like decide on a rebrand and then make that happen really quickly. Yes. Which if you just waited to do it once a year, you probably wouldn't. Does that... Am I making any that sense? That makes a lot of sense, definitely. I'll say, you, you, you are totally right in that I had no intention of rebranding this year. That was never on the cards whatsoever. But, you know, throwing half my business out wasn't on the cards either. Let's. And I, I'm just going to interject again at this point. When Sarah did, decided to do this, she texted me one evening and she was like, I think I'm going to get rid of the lifestyle and weddings. And I was like, okay, that seems legit. You know, you, you've said for a while they're not bringing you as much joy. You're not getting really inquiries of those because your business has changed direction. That's cool. Bearing in mind, she's eight hours ahead of me. So yeah. I then went to bed. It was like, I don't know, lunchtime, her time or dinner time, her time, two in the morning, my time. Fine. Next day, about 5 p.m., she texts me. Morning, lovely. How's things? I was like, yeah, yeah, good. She's like, can you just check over my website? I've taken everything off. I was like, it was less than 24 hours ago. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it was so quick. Well, you but know, no a really time good like example. the present, so. No, but I think that's a really good example of because you had your plan and because you had made a change to that and you, you knew what you wanted. And I think that's where that planning really fits without being so it's not a constrictive plan it's a plan that allows you to make a make a decision and go after that decision well i don't know actually it's probably worth saying there remember what then happened after that point carla and i was like i have i feel like i am floating around without a a a tiny clue which is normal which is normal absolutely but i completely i almost lost myself for about a week or two because yeah, I suddenly thought I've I've thrown half the business away. Now what the fuck do I do? That was literally the thought that went through my head, until I realised. Or actually, I, I went. I spoke to a very lovely um, coach. She had this wonderful offer going on. I'll put her link in the in the show notes. Andrea uh, Jordan. Thank you. Yes, I had a moment there. <laughs> um, it happens. Uh, it's, it's been a long week. It's been a long week. It's been a long year, Carla. I keep saying it. Um, <laughs> it has. Yeah. So I ended up doing a, a session with a couple of sessions with her, and actually was able then to to realise that I could make new, shorter term plans. So I I made a, a ninety day. I had ninety day goals all of a sudden, and I had five really distinct goals which were going to turn my business round in in three months. And I I. I honestly didn't think I was going to achieve everything. There was points I was looking at it thinking, holy shit, I really have got so much still to do. But at the end of the three months, I achieved, um, you know, figuring out what was happening with my business, rebranding it completely, um, coming up with new pricing, all of that kind of stuff, and also then getting more clients as a result. So, um, yeah, so it, it was a... Throwing that big sort of plan out the window did kind of confuse me, but it took a little bit of reminding to actually realise that I could do more goal planning to... Oh, God, what's my train of thought? That Like, in the in the short term, I could do goal planning to actually... To fix this, this thing that was going on, to, you know, to deal with this big change that was mm-hmm. happening. So, yes. 
exciting. <laughs> it was very exciting. Tire, I'm, it's not finished yet. I've still got to do the website and there's a whole bunch of other stuff, but hey. So did you... So one of the things I always make sure that I look at, one of the things I always make sure that my clients look at when we're doing um, any form of planning, reviewing type work mm. um, is looking back at the good and the bad. Oh, um, yes. And when I say bad, I don't necessarily mean, I mean, there will always be things that you're like, oh, fuck, I wish I hadn't done that. Or, oh, I could have done this differently. Or, oh, why didn't I charge this much? You know, I'm not necessarily, yes. I mean, it's good to be aware of those things. But actually, specifically, the things that I make people focus on and that I try to focus on myself are things that you have done and maybe have worked quite well even mm. that you really didn't like so either things that you did and didn't work or things that you um you did and you hated or things that just made you go meh <laughs> um and my best example this year i think is um is building websites so uh i have built the website for the chocolate company the launch has been great it's all kind of working much better than i expected it would um i know i have the technical skills but the love is not there anymore. Okay. And it's something that I could continue to do as another income stream. And it's something that I am fairly certain is going to come out as, do you know what? That's a really good thing to have in my back pocket. It's fantastic for when I start new businesses that I love. I have no issues managing the chocolate website because I love the I love tempered. I love the chocolate business. I'm hearing a really overriding but here, though. That's what I'm hearing. I do not want to make websites as any part of my living. I'm really happy to make my own websites for my own businesses. But despite having those skills, that does not work for me. It makes me sad. It makes me cross. It makes me stressed. It means I wake up dreaming in code which is just not fun um i don't even code that well so i don't know why i dream in code but it's horrible um it it just isn't for me and um and it was a real interesting i think something that that has come up already even though i haven't officially done that review section yet is that and i'm, I'm telling you this so that you can start to think about things that maybe have had the same effect because i think we, we really do we've talked about this before we mm. have this real tendency to assume that if we're good at something we should make that into part of our businesses yeah and that isn't necessarily the case and it's okay to let stuff go and i, I mean i did have a website business for a while but um there's that but mm. it was coming um i found the difference between website work and photography work on similar levels of pay stress uh you know for clients rather than for myself i mean i know tempered is mine but it's also jointly so I, there were other people involved in in that yeah um with very similar parameters the difference was night and day i love photography i love editing i don't mind working to deadline because it's it's work i love um i don't even mind when people come back and say oh what about this that and the other because that feels like feedback i can incorporate and i can make it the best i possibly can for them every time someone criticized the website and bless them they weren't criticizing in a bad way they were saying things like carla you've made a spelling mistake on this page and i was like well for fuck's sake it's not like you could do it That was, that was, it was very interesting. Very defensive actually. of you, Carla. Quite a lot of journaling afterwards. Like, why am I so fucking defensive about this sodding website? And it's like, oh, because I don't like... I mean, I love the... So, for clarity, I love the website I've built. Yes. But it taught me, once and for all, that building websites for other people is not... Because this year I have considered taking websites back on because it's a skill that I have and obviously and money this year has been a bit interesting. something you can do despite a pandemic going on, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. and it's something you can do remotely and it's something that people need. And it's taught me that actually that is not going to be something that is going to benefit my business in the long run mm. because it's going to turn me into a grumpy cow. <laughs> and no one likes so, a grumpy Carla, let's just and no say. no one likes a grumpy Carla, no. Um, so even Carla doesn't like a grumpy Carla. So I think that that is something to also consider is is not to shy away from the bad stuff. So although planning, I would say, is an inherently good, positive thing, mm. 
when you're doing your review have a look at what did and didn't work and I feel like maybe that's how you arrived at at ditching half your business well exactly yeah maybe not necessarily knowingly um but I certainly kind of started to look at I mean I'd been saying for a while that um as much as I loved lifestyle photography loved shooting weddings loved mostly um you know photographing couples and and families and, and all that kind of stuff I loved all of that and I loved the images I was producing and being able to share them on like social media and all and sort of seeing all the comments and, and everything loved all of that but there was something about it and I don't know whether it was just the pressure I put on myself to make sure I was getting the, the good shots and things like that but I was feeling sick with nerves before every single shoot it was to the point of feeling ill and dreading what I was about to do and no one should dread something that they love doing should they really no I think there's there's a difference between nerves because you care Mm. and feeling sick with horror before you do something yeah Yeah, definitely I was constantly terrified of doing a bad job for people and I think that's what Mm. I, I was putting myself under that really extreme pressure so yeah so kind of reviewing that it made me realize it I I knew I didn't want to get rid of photography entirely because because of how much I love it but I don't and I don't understand I still don't really understand why it was specifically things like lifestyle and weddings and stuff like that that were really stressing me out as opposed to branding shoots but um yeah it was that kind of inadvertent uh reviewing that made me realize I had to I had to take it out because it wasn't it wasn't giving me any pleasure it wasn't that wasn't how I wanted to earn my money anymore. So yeah. yeah, and I think that's that's a really important thing actually. Is that you can, and again, it's that thing I always advocate of like flexibility. And mm. the thing we always say, you know, the beauty of being your own boss is that you're your own boss. It's your choice yes. what you what you put in and what you take out. And your, I mean, I know there will always be external factors, and you know how much work you have to do. Oh, excuse me, I've got hiccups. Um, I'm sure there's no external factors and hiccups. I'm sure that's entirely my addiction to Pepsi Max. <laughs> However, um, yeah, I think there's there's always going to be some external factors going on, but and there will always be, you know, when you're when you're self-employed and you don't have any other um, sort of steady income streams, there will always be that balance of well, I should take this for the money, and that's fine. Like it's it's totally okay to do that. And I think there's a never say never mm. aspect as well. So I mean, I did have so uh, Louise and I are launching a new thing at the end of next year, which we're just starting to look at the build and stuff now. And she said, would you like me to build the website? And I was like, oh, fuck, yes, that'd be lovely. I'm really happy to answer technical questions. I'm really happy to do, like, the technical bits. But if you could just do the main bits, that would be so nice. That was the same with... um, And so she's going to do that, and that's great. We we did the same with the podcast, didn't we? I was like, I don't mind making it. I've got Divi. I can can throw together a basic website. And I felt really bad doing it, but I just... The only reason I did it for the chocolates is there's no one else involved yeah. in that project that can do it. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, it's a really interesting one. Um, but it's also very freeing when you discover that stuff. So mm. looking back and actually actually identifying, instead of just having that vaguely icky feeling, yes. actually identifying where what that icky is. feeling is. Yeah. And again, for me, it's not websites per se. It's websites that other people depend on. Mm. That's yeah. That's my... I don't get that stress with my own website. No. I get very annoyed with mine when it does stupid things sometimes, but I don't have but that same pressure. But you know how to fix it yourself. So, but I know yeah. how to fix it and yeah. I know or I know who to call when I need it. Yeah. So, and crucially, I have the control of if I want to pay someone, I can. Yes. When it's an, a website that is a joint thing, there's somebody else involved. It's not the same. It's not a bad thing, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it's it's a different feeling. So it's really important, I think, when you're doing this, this review work to pinpoint yes. where your feelings are yeah. coming from and what it is you don't like. And it might be worth saying can. there, yeah, it might be worth saying there, that actually, initially, you might not be able to pinpoint, because yeah. I, I, let's say, yeah, I yeah. don't You follow your gut, absolutely follow your gut. Yeah, yeah, I don't specifically still know 
exactly what it was about those areas of photography. I just knew, yes. and I mean, I know, I know reasons why I stopped it in the end. But but you, I was going to say you knew strongly enough that you didn't want to do it. Yes. It didn't matter that you didn't know why. Yeah. I think if you're on that fence, then it can help to probe because I couldn't. For yeah, me, it was the yeah, opposite. I, I knew it wasn't making me happy, but I couldn't figure out why. But the and idea also, of just not ever doing it again felt really odd. Exactly, so it was especially when you're kind specifics. of thinking along the idea of, oh, you know, could this be an alternative income in the meantime? Exactly. So, exactly. To actually then realise this is not how I want to no. earn my money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's important. It's definitely important. Yeah. And also, um, to go back to where we've talked before about building a network and having your kind of creative um, peers and people who can, you know, that, that network of people that you can refer and people that you trust to refer your clients to. If you know there's something you absolutely do, know what, do not want to do, um, you can then find you, you've got like a list of people that you can find so you can tick off like oh yeah okay i've got i've got an accountant i can refer and i've got a uh, something else so my thing at the moment is um is brand design so i would like to be known as a brand expert but not as a branding yes, expert yeah. because i am an expert in helping you pull out your brand and show that visually in photographs video and your voice i am not a graphic designer yeah. by any stretch of the imagination yeah. so i'm now well in fact i think i found um and we'll talk about her. I'm hoping she'll come on the podcast. So I won't spoil the surprise. But, but um, yeah, like a graphic designer who fits that same and fits into there. Mm. And um, and then somebody who does websites. And, and you start to build up this little like little black book, I suppose, yeah. of people that, that fit. And I think that's really important rather than trying to do it all yourself. Because as you grow your business, and I think we are both now at a point where we're not starting businesses anymore. We are at a growth phase God, which i hope will that, carry on for a while that, that's quite, quite exciting saying that yeah. we're not on it that felt point quite where, important. It's a, where it's a new business it, mine still feels quite new because because i changed it again so much in the middle of this year i mean, I mean to the point where like i said to my um stuart said to me uh recently when i said about rebranding and it was like i suppose you'll just rebrand it again next year you know <laughs> I was like, no, no, I don't change my business that much. It's just the way things have worked out. So, yes, absolutely. And I think, um, yeah, I, I think that's quite important, actually. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I um, totally went off on a bit of a tangent there. No, 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 no. I think it's, and I'm, I'm thinking out loud. This is what I love about these conversations mm. is that we, um, we think out loud when we talk. I'm doing the pen clicky thing again. So oh, I'm just going to put, put the pen, pen down. I'm so sorry. Down, I'm so, I can see it clicking on the, on the Audacity <laughs> recording. Oh, sorry. Um, so it's the, it's the one clicky pen I have left. I've got rid of so many of them because people get so fed up on Zoom. <laughs> She's a anyway. pen clicker, everyone. I am. Yeah. Hi, I'm Carla. I'm a chocolate addict and a pen clicker. <laughs> Hi, Carla. Hi. What's what's your thing? Pepsi oh. Max and oh, notebooks. I'm a total. Oh, okay. I'm a total. I've got a notebook fetish. I can't help myself. So yeah, that that seems reasonable. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Going back to what we were talking about. Yes. Um. Yes, no, I think so. And I think just, just to finish really by saying it's 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 good to follow your gut instinct, mm. but it's also good to, if you're not sure, if you've just got like a, mm, like a, mm, like a weird feeling, yeah. like an ick feeling, Absolutely. then maybe probe that a little bit more and just find out what the specifics are because it might just be a particular thing that you can outsource, in which case you're good. I, and, and, it, um, and it will become apparent as well. It's not, I don't think it's ever, um, what am I trying to say there, Carla? It's... Um, pass, my lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll move swiftly on. <laughs> Let's move swiftly onwards because we've got plenty more to talk about. We have. Um, well, one of the things we 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 talked about here was like what like planning rituals and goal setting and and can, can actually can I just talk about that briefly? Yes. I, I keep having hot and cold flushes today as well. Jeez, cold cardigan goes really, off. I would really like to follow suit, but I've got nothing on under my. Um, oh. 
onesie and you don't want to see that's that that's fine so thank I'm you just gonna you keep stay that. dressed sorry <laughs> i'm just gonna turn the heating down instead carry on so talking about like the planning planning rituals and goal setting so go when i went into setting goals for this year it was it was one of those things where when you've i think when you've never set goals before it is a bit like where the fuck do i start isn't it? Actually, yeah. I d- well, I don't know because I've always had goals to... Have you always? I've always had lists to look back on. You've always so had probably goals. probably since... I think my very first like full-on planning session um, was the year that I started my internship. So it would have been 2006 or it would have been 19. Yes, yeah, it's been a really long oh time. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm absolutely... I'm, I'm bowing yeah. down to you, Carla. Oh, no, don't. Like... Don't. Because, well, you know how well my plans work, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not always that well. But for me, it is, as I say, it's that structure. And um, actually, the thing that's freaked me out is that... I, almost everything I've written down has happened. Mm. Not necessarily when I thought it was going to happen. Well, I'm sure you've said I've stuff to me before. Yeah, you've said stuff to me before, and you've gone, "Oh my god, Sarah, I've just found some old like goal setting that I did like ten years ago or something ridiculous like mm-hmm. that, and mm-hmm. it's got this thing on the list, and I've done it. I've just done it. Mm-hmm. So some of it I've forgotten I wanted, yeah, and, and then it's just happened, and I'm like, oh, that's a bit weird. That's isn't it? fascinating. Like, I find that really mm-hmm. interesting. But on um, that on that track though, I think. It, there's there's obviously something very um there's something a bit woo-woo about it let's let's face it it's writing down your goals and um like almost like I've, I, for me I feel like it's that putting it out to the universe kind of thing and saying hey universe this is what I want come on help me out and yeah and actually I I'm intrigued well hang on let me think about formalize some say, thoughts it was was just about to come out in like a, a random bundle of words that weren't necessarily in the right <laughs> order. Um, I think that it is a little bit woo, but I think it's also highly logical. Yeah, strange way. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. weird combination of both, isn't it? Yes. Which is which is weird. Which is uh, which is what um, I don't understand about it. I think as well. Yeah, mm. I think I think, and I am intrigued because I cannot remember what it's like not to have a goal. Because one of the things that I do is I look at my goals from last year and I work out which ones don't fit me anymore and which sure. ones I want. And then I've usually got a list of new ones that I've made over the year, and so I kind of make that a cohesive list every year i've got no idea what i would do if i had to start from scratch because oh. i haven't had to do it for a really long time and i don't remember <laughs> i was so young last time like when i did start i don't really remember so i'm intrigued now and you're, you're like how where did you start what did you do how did that happen isn't it terrible i actually don't really remember isn't that that's awful isn't it but no that makes me feel better for not remembering mine to be honest <laughs> and <laughs> I've, only, I've only ever made one set of goals so far so <laughs> No, I can't remember. How Maybe I we can go back to some of our like some of our WhatsApp conversations this time last year. Maybe that was probably us a all in there, actually. Yeah, but actually, for me, it was um, it it came in the form of a template that was given to me from this membership group that I'm in, uh, which is probably. I, I think that was probably a good start for me because I didn't know how to start it myself. So being given that um that template was was like, i guess like a prompt really wasn't it so it gives you a bit of structure to start with yes. doesn't it and then you can branch off yeah, yeah. absolutely because i think that's the hard thing if you've if you've never made goals before and i go back to that statement of not not knowing like what you know how big to dream or you know it's not allowing myself to and actually that thing you said about it being it is a bit woo it's it's putting it out into the world and hoping and mm. actually if we hark back a little bit to megan's um interview that we did uh i think was last will have been the episode before this hopefully yes um and we talked about forecasting we did and i was like 
what the fucking fuck is that? You just pick it out of thin air. <laughs> and, 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 and she was like, yeah, you just do. But, you know, with this, with this, it's like a guesstimate. Is it, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a measured estimate. Mm-hmm. And actually, that's kind of what we're doing with goal setting, aren't we? Yes. We are picking stuff out of air that we really want and going, yep, yeah, we can do that. And that's quite a leap of faith. It is a leap of faith because I tell you now, one of the goals that I set myself at the start of uh, at the start of this or before the start of this year was I set myself a monetary goal. So I said I want to be um, earning four thousand dollars by the end of the year, like per month, not four thousand for the whole year because. I think I did that the year before without really, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Without even really trying, I got that. But um, yes, that my that I had this I had this figure in mind. It wasn't going to give me a really big working salary, but it was going to be. It was a target. That was the target I'd set myself. And you know, lo and behold, I hit that at the end of October for the first time ever. And I don't think I would have done that if I hadn't put it in, you know, into place saying this is this is what I want to aim for, so which which is why I go back to that woo thing. So, yeah, so it's um, I think it's that that idea of if I hadn't have put that down in writing, I don't actually think I, I don't, well, would I have achieved it? I Maybe I would. I don't know. But all I'm getting all philosophical. I think now. that's probably the weird part, actually. Mm. That's a good thing to pick up on is that you don't really know. No. Because once you've set the goal, then you've got... But I think it does help that once you've set the goal, you have got something in mind to hit. And I think for me, so weirdly, I also set a monetary goal. And despite the pandemic, I hit that goal in October. And then it all got taken away again in November. Um, But I feel much better because I know I've done it once. That's all I need out of my goals is to know I've done something once. And then I know I can do it. Because you know you can do it thing. Yes, absolutely. And now I I know if I can do it at the end of a sodding pandemic, or in the middle, actually, as it turns Mm. out, of a sodding pandemic then I should have no issues doing that further down the line. And that has been transformational for my, um, I don't know, my money mindset, my general belief, self-belief. It's been amazing. But it started with a goal. And actually, while you were talking about your goals, I was just looking. I've got our two sets of 90-day goals that we looked at together. They're both pinned to my... um, Oh, my goodness. You've got them there to hand. My desk over here. And I'm looking at them and I'm like... Oh, that's quite exciting. Like I've done most of them, which is good. There's a few still to go because obviously we're only halfway through November as we're recording. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like, but, and actually some of those things would have happened because they had to, but some of those things would have probably got shoved on a back burner if I hadn't yes. pushed them to the fore. Yeah. And at least one of them did actually get shoved on a back burner and has got shoved on a back burner again and will probably get shoved into January. And that's, that's okay fine. because then I can review either whether I want to do it or is it just a time thing yep. again that... You, it gives you that it's it's not a set in stone you must do that i hate being told what to do yeah. even by myself and i think you're the same oh, yes. <laughs> we don't we don't love being I, told let's what just we say have to i do. buck against authority let's put it that yes way. we're a little bit rebellious <laughs> so yeah it just i don't know I, I think there's a i think there's an element of magic to the mm, to the goal stuff yes. actually i really do and and the reviewing and i think the reviewing for me the reviewing and the planning are tied up together i can't do one without the other yeah I can't make a goal without looking back at what I've just done. And I can't look back at what I've just done without getting inspired for what I want to do next. So for me, they are massively interlinked. Yeah, that makes sense. Definitely. Um, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. exciting though. I mean, I've, it's exciting. I've been, I am absolutely desperate to sit down and start doing my goals for 2021 because I've yet to do them and actually keep, which that that's, that's a new feeling for me as well because you know to to have to be like oh I really want to work here is done like work is done I love it um yeah because because before I would have just gone oh yeah next year I'll I'll next year. Um, yeah it's fine. do you okay so my question then would be do you feel like your year has been more 
insert something here so productive useful effective uh i don't know insert your adjective of choice um it depends how you feel but do you feel like your year has been actively more something because you planned than without it i'm gonna go yes yes and yes 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 oh okay yes, good yes, yes, yes that's not what, yeah yes, good definitely yes. <laughs> i was not trying to put words in your mouth i was trying to like example and then give you a chance to yes all of the above in, but actually Literally, all of the above that's yes. how i feel about mine yeah. so that's really interesting yeah. that in your yeah despite the facts yeah you know we both keep acknowledging the fact it has been a shit year we get it for everyone it has been a hard year it's been this a really year been hard, hard year yes i, I mean, think everything that we have achieved actually and i think this goes for everybody every single person listening if all you have done this year is survive, mm. you've done really fucking well. Absolutely. And if you've done anything at all on top of that, like, then give yourself you are congratulations. bloody miracle workers because is what anything you are, yeah. any of us have achieved. And actually, I've had a few conversations recently with people. Um, so I've had a couple of friends who have come off furlough and they're like, oh, I had all that time. Why didn't I do anything? And I was like, because you were stressing about your job and worrying about a pandemic and being, you know, there was all this stuff going on. And I feel that, you know, for all of us, what we have achieved, anything we've achieved, even if it is not what we would have achieved in a normal year, mm-hmm. has been in spite of the pandemic. Absolutely, really. yes. And I think that's that's um, the thing everyone needs to remember this year. You yeah. know, I, I say I, to I people think, quite yeah. frequently when they're like, oh, I haven't done this yet or I haven't done that yet. And I always say to uh, every year, anyway, I say, don't be so hard on yourself because there is life. Absolutely. Life happens. Yeah. And even more so this year, you know, we've all had to deal with mental health stresses and anxieties and worries and... And limitations on what we can do and our, you know, our freedoms and stuff. And that makes a huge difference. Huge. Um, Huge. Mm. To to a point where I had not really... I was like, well, I live on my own, you know. I chose to live on my own. I quite like my little hermiting house. I love it. Um, But then I saw a friend for a walk the other day and it's the first time I've seen someone in person in about eight weeks and... I came home feeling like a new person. Like, we just walked for three hours. That's all we did. Walked around the woods for three hours, chatted and put the world to rights, came home, and, oh, my God, like, I just I just felt different. And I hadn't expected... I was just like, oh, it'd be really nice to see my yeah. friend. I hadn't really expected it to make that much difference to my well-being. And then that made me realise how much we are all missing this year, oh. how much we are, have all had to deal with this year. I think mine... I mean, we've tried, haven't we? We've yeah. tried not to harp on about the pandemic, but I think actually now might be a good time to acknowledge, well, like... I think as well, you ask me next week and I suspect I will be there with you because I'm going back to see my parents next week for the first time in nearly two years. So, And it's just going to be... That, well, yeah, you know, and I've, I've said to you before, that the, this pandemic thing, I am a massive introvert. I would quite happily hole up in my, my house for the rest of my life and be absolutely fine with that, probably. Um, however... But it would be your choice. I think it's the choice being taken away is what I've struggled with. I, think, I don't think it's even been that. I don't think the choice has no? even bothered me too much because I just, I hate people frankly i don't like going out <laughs> okay fair enough apart from obviously the, our I'll podcast hope... listeners i love them all but you know and, and i'll hopefully count myself as an exception oh you're not I you're mean, not person you you're carla me. so that's totally different oh okay that's, I mean, that's that's the weirdest compliment i've had but i'll take it <laughs> take it take it it's a good one i promise you i'll take it okay <laughs> but my point um, my point i'm trying to make there is is that despite um and also like my business has obviously been going from strength to strength as well so i think i feel like my experience of the pandemic has probably been different from a lot of other people's because i've been quite happily holed up at home and i can work from home and it's not really affected the way i work however and it and which meant i think i didn't start to feel the effects of it until much later on which was yeah. for me then was not seeing my parents not seeing my my family um yeah. to the point where it, it was because my parents were supposed to have come and visited this year for a month that was that was meant to have happened back in may and it obviously didn't and my sister was supposed to come in february for a week as well um that didn't, yeah. and that obviously didn't happen either but um 
it got to the point where it was probably around um, August, September-ish time that uh, I started to think, actually, well, actually, it got to the point where I was driving around and seeing places and going, oh, I'd love to show mum and dad that. And then I would burst into tears. And that's when I started to realise that that was that's taking a toll what it was starting to take yeah. a toll on me. Yeah, yeah it, took, it took me a much definitely. longer time, I think, than a lot of other people because of how introverted I am, possibly. But um, that was, you know, that was that was my experience of it. And I, I felt yeah. kind of bad for that as well, that it was so, you know, that it was I was having an easier no, time of it than everyone else, you know. So, But that's it, though, isn't it? I think there's there's I think the, the best expression I've heard, actually, for this whole pandemic thing. So there was a point where people um said oh you know i am um, we're all in the same boat and then one of my friends said if i hear someone else say that i'm gonna punch them in the face mm. and i was like you're not normally violent what's going on there and she was like because we're not in the same boat we are all in the same storm but we are all in different fucking boats we and are. some of us are on like clinging to a piece of wood like a tiny little twig <laughs> and some of us are on fucking cruise liners and I was like, <laughs> this is true it's actually the some best us, thing i've heard all year some of us are doing a, a, a kate and jack from titanic trying to yeah, get onto the piece yeah. of uh... <laughs> absolutely some of us are like hanging on to like a pool noodle in the middle of the atlantic and some of us are on like the queen elizabeth too yeah yeah going oh this chilling. is so difficult yeah, just like, oh i'll go to the fourth swimming pool today instead yeah like i mean it has i mean i, I know it's not easy for anyone yeah. it's not been easy for anybody no. but in terms of the the differing what I think she was trying to get at was the different ways, the different ways yeah. that people have experienced it yeah. are as disparate as a raft and a cruise liner. And I think that's absolutely true. But the storm is the same. Mm-hmm. The, the, the way that everything's been shaken up has not failed to touch anybody. Yes. So yeah. that was really interesting. I really like that analogy. Um, that's a really good analogy, actually. Yeah, so, I do. Yeah. I've, I've, I've hung on to it a lot. It's come mm. up in my journaling a lot this year. However, I think what one of the things we wanted to talk about was, was what we've taken from 20 despite the mad pandemic we talked a bit about how our goals have changed and stuff haven't we and for me actually some goals uh i think one of the things that the pandemic has done for me which i wasn't expecting at all it's given me speaking opportunities that i've wanted for a while but i've not been able to do because of the travel yeah you've Um, been on the radio carla i've been on the radio i've done five or six in fact i think i've now done nine big speaking (gasps) gigs and three smaller ones and i've got a massive one at a uh, big conference at the end of november as well Mm -hmm. which again if it was in person i probably wouldn't be able to go to birmingham for the weekend to speak but i can do it online and and get that audience and and actually for the people organizing you know the um, lucy who's organizing it she's been able to have a much wider range of speakers doing it online Mm. than she would do if she had to accommodate them and you know do all the stuff that you would have to do because the costs are higher yes. it's not you know it's it's not about not paying people it's about having just more the physical costs yeah, are higher exactly. it's more expensive yeah. to have people in a physical space yeah. yeah and she's been able to open it to a bigger range of people because the digital tickets are cheaper mm-hmm. um than than a physical ticket would be because she's not having to hire you know a huge hall somewhere or a huge space a huge conference center somewhere um, and i think that goes for all of the events i've done this year so there's definitely been some opportunities and i'd say the other big thing the pandemic has done for me is i have got i showed you briefly earlier i have got approximately i think at the last count i had 19 separate things so courses uh downloads opt-ins um things thing that's not counting the books that's literally things that are ready to go yep. more or less ready to go i just need to tweak them design them and put them out um which is so exciting can i just say so exciting yeah yeah, no, it is exciting and this is like you know five six seven years of of, of my life work and it all is very relevant I, I you know it's really interesting that it's very relevant mm. some of it i wrote for my blog it's got quite a magical focus and that magical focus is now much more relevant to my business my, my photography yes. and my mentoring business and that business didn't exist when i wrote it seven years ago That's and amazing. i feel like maybe i didn't release it then because it was meant to come out yep. now yeah 
But the pandemic has made me focus on those things in a way that I wasn't... Fa- I had them in the back of my mind, like, oh, yeah, at some point I'll get those things out. But I was so excited running around with my camera and doing events and covering graduation and, like, you know, seeing all my brand clients. Life, and networking. life, Carla. I was so excited with life and the, the physical <laughs> photography part of my business that I'd kind of pushed those things to the back. And what this year, although it's been really shit and I've really missed... And actually, the first time I picked my camera up after the first lockdown, I was like, I think I've forgotten how to camera. What does this button do? Um, obviously, it was fine. But there was a real fear that I'd forgotten. Yeah. For me, it's forced me to go, okay, this is my business and this is sustainable and great and it's growing and I've, I've created this much income and this is wonderful and great. But this external factor means that that's no longer sustainable in the way that it was. Yeah. What else can I do to like, so if I've lost this much of the income, what what, what can I fit in? Like, what, And it's made me look at that in a totally different light and prioritise it more. Fantastic. And I genuinely, given this stuff has been sitting on my hard drive for three to seven years, mm-hmm probably it wasn't going to come out anytime soon yeah yeah without the pandemic yeah so for me i would say that's those are my big takeaway points what do you reckon yours i like that there's definitely good stuff isn't there well i'm trying to think definitely sort of looking at what you were saying about you were saying for like uh, webinars and stuff like that i've i have attended so many awesome talks that i probably would never have done if they'd been in person uh mostly because i am again going back to that introvert and hating people thing (laughs) I don't hate people. I'm done. You know what I mean. Uh, she doesn't really hate people. She just prefers, you know, hermiting. I prefer hermiting. What can I say? Um, yeah, it's uh, yeah. Attending a lot more of those. Uh, I've been doing lots more networking this year, which really surprised me because it's gone to Zoom. Mm. So I've been able mm-hmm. to, uh, and I feel like actually that's helped me be a bit more confident with networking as well because that's really good. I'm. I'm it's one of the, because I think I probably wouldn't have attended as many if we didn't have a pandemic. If it, you know, if it'd been face to face, I probably wouldn't have gone to as many. So each one was still feeling quite stressful and nerve wracking. Whereas now I've done, you know, some at some points I've been doing like three or four a month, which is quite a lot for me. Which is huge. It is yeah, yeah but like to the point where this is the woman that said, oh, I don't know if I want to go networking. I don't really like. Well, it. exactly. So this is, this yeah. is big. And, yeah. and I, I'm obviously I've come to realise that the only way to get over fears like that is to keep doing them because they do get less Absolutely. less scary the more Absolutely. you do them. Yeah, so in that yeah, perfect. and then what else have I, let me think. I'm just while you're thinking mm. have you found through that because I would say probably another highlight for me although maybe more personal than anything else more personal than business through these millions of zooms so I stopped counting at 350 oh zooms, my god you have you've had um, because so I many, just yeah. it was just too depressing Ridiculous. it was just too depressing like it was listening it was to your it was zoom levels was actually making me exhausted Carl. yes yes <laughs> there you go but through that I met some incredible people i connected with some new people and i reconnected with some old friends mm. which again under normal circumstances at no point would we have been like oh let's have dinner on zoom yep. because we just didn't know each other well enough yep. but because suddenly it was normal we were like oh we haven't spoken for sort of 10 years let's do that and and i've got some incredible relationships out of the friendships not that every time i say relationships people are like oh no no I'm like, no 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 not those kind of relationships friendships i see Much every friendship as a relationship definitely absolutely yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. but um just for clarity because you know um <laughs> pe- people will be listening who don't know us and um yeah i feel like you know the networking has actually given us and again for, i'm guessing the same for you because canada is obviously much bigger than the uk mm-hmm. having zoom meetings has given us more geographic reach well le- okay and you've also just reminded me something there my Excellent. Uh, my family live yes uh, respectively my sister lives in ireland my parents live in malta um so eight and nine hours ahead i can't even think how many thousand miles there are between all of us it's ridiculous too many uh, too many to way think about, too I'd many say. and before i moved to canada we probably 
we chatted on WhatsApp most days, but we probably only spoke on Skype together once a month at most because we all have busy lives. You know, life happens. But since since the pandemic's kicked in, we've really made a point of every week we have um, two to three hours on Zoom chatting with each other which has been absolutely fantastic. I, and it's definitely helped me get through the pandemic, but it has also helped me to realise, you know, uh, that you've got to take some time out just for you and your family. It's helped me um, realise that I need weekends off and, you know, not to be working over the weekend. Um, yeah, so that's, that's made a massive difference. And that's, that's massive mm. as well. And actually, I think you're right. I had um, in a similar vein, although different, obviously, because my mum lives down the road. But um, my first ever WhatsApp video call with my mum, yeah. because for the first five weeks, we couldn't see each other despite being up the road. Yeah. And um, and that was quite emotional because she'd always refused to do that. Mm. She was like, oh, I don't need to do that. But actually, when you haven't seen someone and it, it do- I mean, it's not the same as in person, no. but it's a dance like better than a phone call or a text. Yes. Isn't it? You know, it's it's that that mid ground that really does help. But it's it also help even just to, the, 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 the even just the making the time to all get together at the same yes. time. And yes. Talk making the Yes. You know, I mean, a lot of the, a lot of the conversations we had ended up being about the pandemic. You know, it's probably not. I don't. I'm trying to think how many conversations it hasn't come up in. Probably not that many, to be honest. But not many. I think. Well, we. One of the things we keep whinging about actually is um, like by we, I don't mean the royal we. I mean me and pretty much every friend I've spoken to at any length during this pandemic, um, is that we um. We, we try and talk about normal things. We try and, you know, catch up on each other's lives. But it always ends up back at the pissing pandemic because of what the pandemic's taken away from exactly. us. Exactly. So, you know, normally you'd be like, oh, you know, and what new restaurant have you been to? Or, yeah. oh, have you seen so-and-so's new baby? Or have you, you know, there's, there's you like... You can't have those know, conversations now, You can't have those conversations no. because no bugger's seen them. You know, no, you've not seen anyone. You've not gone anywhere. Yeah. You've not, it's just weird. So, um, yeah, so I think I think that's... There's good and bad, isn't yes. there? And I think that's something that we, we definitely wanted to highlight. Definitely. Is that I know it has been shit. I know for a lot of people it has been unmitigatingly shit. Yes. Is that even a word? Unremittingly shit. That'll do. Uh, relentlessly shit? I don't even know what word I'm trying to go just for, but it's just been shit. like... It's been just, just shit. shit. <laughs> Let's go with just shit. Yeah, it's just been shit. And I am in no way minimising anybody's bad experiences, no, but I am not. hoping that even in the worst experiences, there have been... I mean, there are definitely some inspiring stories, which we will probably share next year. Mm. I've got a few people up my, up my sleeve to, to share with. Um, but I, I'm hoping that everyone can find at least one positive thing, even if the worst, worst thing has happened and we've lost someone yeah. to, to COVID this year yeah. or, or to other causes this year. Um, you know, hopefully there is still something good that, that can come out of it because it's still a year of our life. Yes, exactly. It's still been a year of our life. Um, I would actually say what I've taken from 2020 is... Um, we can podcast, Sarah. Yes, absolutely. This time last year, we were like, we could start, we, we could turn that, that domain name we bought two years ago, we could turn it into a podcast. This is very and true. We, now we're coming to the end knew, of our first year. Who knew yeah, this time last year we would be doing, we'd have done a podcast for nearly a year. I mean, I do, I do really enjoy, I've been telling obviously more people about it as I've met these more geographic people, people who I wouldn't have, who wouldn't normally have been within my network or within my, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like within my circle, within my yep. circle of influence. And, um, and you say, oh, you know, and, and I run this with my friend and they're like, oh, that's really cool. Is she a local photographer? And I'm like, oh, no, she lives in Canada. And I'm like, oh, was it difficult to move the podcast? I was like, oh, no, we didn't even start the podcast till after she moved. Like, 
And they were like, okay, that's a bit weird. And I was like, well, timing. Oh, well, timing you know. is everything. And, but that um, that's actually just kind of goes to show as well the kind of people we both are. It's like, eh, do you know, we're going to figure this out. So Give it a go, yeah. figure it out. And everything is, I think, Marie, is it Marie Fournier? Everything says, is figure Everything is figure outable. Yeah, I love that quote, yeah. definitely. Which I really love. Yeah. So shall we start to draw us to a close? I think that's a good point a to close. there, absolutely. An end? Yes. I really, what is wrong with me today? I can't, I can't numbers and apparently now I can't words either. <laughs> oh, can't words for shit. We haven't said uh, that for about five episodes. We still, we're okay, so going to get some t-shirts made up of that, I think. We are we're so going to get some merch next year. Oh, we should have done masks, Sarah. <sighs> we should have done can't words for shit masks. That would have been good, wouldn't it? I'll have a look at Redbubble <laughs> later and see if I can make that happen. Um, so... I guess just the last little bit we wanted to say is like the things, the things that the the, the facts and figures, the yes. statistics for this. We year. actually worked out some some brief facts and figures with, with our limited knowledge of how to delve, delve into the statistical part of. Um, yeah, of and Carla's so. inability to count to ten, which was <laughs> oh, fun. that was very fun, um, definitely. Yes, I don't even know what that was. So just just for, that was trying to work we out well our seasons, the middle of the story. Carla. We was trying to work out seasons. our seasons, and yes. we were going through, and I counted from one to. I was supposed to be counting from one to ten while clicking through the weeks so that we could, you know, and. And I said, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And just stopped. And Sarah was like, and ten? I was like, I said ten. She was like, you said nine. So I know I'm sure I said ten. And what was happening in my head was not connecting with my, my mouth. So we had to go um, back and start again, to, didn't we? So. Welcome to the inside of my brain. Yeah, it's great. Um, I am. Do you know? It alarms me. Like I, I sometimes think I come across as much ditzier than I actually am. Like I'm actually fairly intelligent, efficient, well put together. You know, and capable of running my business. But sometimes I open my mouth and Stuff destroy happens. all of that yeah. in a in like a nanosecond. <laughs> yeah it's great um, never mind um, but fortunately my ideal clients don't care so it's fine. Go, it's fine um so do you want to uh do you want to run down the numbers so i don't balls it up? okay i can certainly do that so as a little overview of the facts and fi- figures uh from this year we have had 18 episodes uh six guests who did we have as our guests carla we have had we started with the lovely jen hume we did. um from hell yeah tech and then we had and that was not at all because tech no knowledge definitely actually those probably not. The, one of the only episodes that we've not had tech issues on as well ironically that is true <laughs> uh, but i wonder if that was because of jen i wonder um and then we had the wonderful and very magical tara palaki from the feminine oh, space wonderful episode yes. um and that made us cry didn't it? i think it was the first that time you got like goosebumpy, goosebumpy yes. tears on episode yeah. yeah then we had um the amazing and very colorful uh verity clark hair yeah um and that was that was that was pretty cool and that was very inspiring and um, she actually is one of our one of the pandemic's um inspiring stories so she is in the process of opening her very own salon studio space despite a pandemic uh, can you believe despite a pandemic and despite having only opened her business 18 months ago she only started her business 18 months ago like she is a magical human she's amazing she is a fucking rock star and i visited the space yesterday and it's amazing (laughs) so i'm very excited about that Um, then we had (laughs) <laughs> then we had the super magical uh, Mary Moonhawk, who um, yes. is just again massive. We've just had really inspiring had people on this year. It's yes. been amazing, yes. hasn't it? Um, so, and she has got some gorgeous prints for Christmas. So mm. get on oh, that. Has she? I haven't seen yet. I must yes. Have oh yes. Media. She's got some lovely stuff. Lo- lo- not specifically Christmas themed, but really beautiful oh, um, Christmas work stuff is going on. Really good. Definitely. Absolutely spectacular. And she did my birth chart for me yesterday, so I learned oh. some stuff about myself last night, which was really exciting. Amazing. Um, and stuff that actually made so much sense, even though I had my birth chart done by a friend when I was 18. Yes. Um, but I did not know. Uh, I had. I just looked at it and was like, that, that's really nice. Thank you so much. Yeah. And um, yeah, then she explained it all for me yesterday and it was amazing. Um, and then we had the super inspiring Alison Grade, oh, um, who was, was our 
That was such a good interview. And she had the distinction of being the first guest that neither of us knew beforehand. Yes, this is true. So that felt like a milestone. We've had some good milestones this year, haven't we? We've had some good milestones, yes. Um, And then we finished up the year with the lovely Megan, who is the episode before this one, Megan Anderson, who is the... um, fucking megan anderson i feel yes. like is what she's like in my head that's that's what i think of her as now I love <laughs> she's that. fabulous what she's intro. <laughs> the wonderful wonderful bookkeeper with the best intro in the world absolutely um and, our yeah, first so, and the best memes in the world as well so. we should pop that in there and do she what? was our first Canadian guest as well. She was our first yes. Canadian guest. Yes, she was. And she was super fabulous. So yes, yeah, so that was our that was our roundup of guests. And actually, I'm really impressed because when we started out, we intended 12 episodes, didn't we? We did. And so that is half of our original 12. Yes. So I think well, we did pretty and, good. But we had 18 episodes. So we actually did six we have 18 over episodes. the yes, top we do. of the 12. So we did. Aren't we so... smart? I'm so impressed with we us. We are. High five, Carla. <laughs> hey, virtual high five. I won't smack my microphone because no, no, that'll hurt everyone's that. ears. Otherwise but... I have to edit it. Yeah. But yes. Um, <laughs> um, also we've had I've, as of this has obviously been recorded at the end of November so this may go up before the end of the year but we've had gets to a thousand before the end of the that year that would be amazing we've had 749 so downloads as of today so that would actually be fantastic yes here's the thing you can help us get to a thousand downloads by the end of the year that'd be wonderful if you're listening to this share it with everybody before the end of december please, please. that would be amazing please, that would be the best please. christmas present you could give us both oh, that would be fabulous and we will definitely shout about it from the from the uh, rooftops come come uh, the new year as well so and uh, another this was a, a a statistic that we both loved we roared with laughter when we, we saw this one didn't really expect i didn't know this was a thing that we got no, statistics i was quite on. impressed that we managed to find this but yeah. we have had at least one alexa play so someone has said hey alexa play creative reboot podcast and we don't have alexas no so it's not us it's, not <laughs> it's somebody else <laughs> whoever you are alexa listener we love so, you this is making me really happy so i'm actually um i um i'm now going to well i'm not allowed into anyone's house am i but i think when whenever i'm next at people's houses yes! and they have an alexa i'm gonna start hacking their alexas like hey alexa play creative i movie. may just um, um i might just uh, randomly shout through people's windows if i think they've got an alexa <laughs> so that yeah or maybe when we're on zoom i'll be like or, or phone i'll be like can you put me on loudspeaker yeah, yeah. and then i'll just shout yes, it please. and then we'll get some more stats <laughs> no. um yeah so in normal life i would just go into my friend's houses and shout at their alexas but no one's allowed to get into house right now so. yeah definitely so um yeah i was really excited by that that um there's something amazing about the fact that this year this last this time last year this didn't exist Mm. and now there are people shouting at their home speaker systems to play us and like we're so proud of that yeah also we um we had a whole list of all the sort of platforms that our listeners have been using as quite there was a bunch i didn't even know existed um, but 60% of our listeners listening in to us via, you've written iTunes, Carla, but it's not called that anymore. It's Apple Podcasts. I'm not an Apple person, so as far as I'm concerned, it's still bloody iTunes. Sorry, my bad. Apple. Apple people. I don't apple do people. Apple. I'm yeah. an Apple person. Apple what people. can I say? Well, my iPad's so old, it doesn't it doesn't even let me get into iTunes anymore. So it... Oh, well. And I have anything else Apple in my life. No, okay. right. And also, cool. we've got 60, 66% of our um, listeners are in the UK, which is hardly surprising. And 27% are in Canada. And yes. So that's wonderful. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. And we've, we've also found... Actually, that's quite... Oh, go on. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I think that's quite balanced, given that you came from the UK. This is true. Originally. This is very like true. You, so you're, a lot of your network and friends that will be seeing it will be UK-based, very true. So I think that's actually a very healthy split. Absolutely. And we've also got listeners in like the US and what other countries did I tell you? Oh, there was Spain, um, Singapore, Singapore and there was India, yeah. Spain. Um, Some other ones. Denmark. Yes. Randomly. Oh, actually, I think I might know who Denmark is. Oh, 
Um, there's a couple of people in Denmark Fabulous. who I think would be quite quite listening, and Ireland, which we think might be your sister. I think that's pretty much and my, sister, one yeah. of my best friends, Julia. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, there you go. We are we global. are small enough that we can pinpoint what we want now. By this time next year, we want to be big enough that we can't pinpoint when our best friend, our mum, and our yeah. sister have listened to our podcast from where they are in the world. Absolutely, <laughs> that would be definitely. Good. So, so my mum's still not allowed to listen because there's too much swearing from me. Say fuck too many times. Um, yes, absolutely. I say fucked once is too many times, to be honest. So, um, And my parents don't yes. know how to listen to a podcast. So, In fact, I think I actually had the conversation with them in one of our many chats recently. And I think my sister was saying, oh, I heard your podcast. It was really good. And my mum and dad went, what's a podcast? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I've had similar similar conversations with mum. Like, I, I'm really proud of you, but what, what does it do? Yes. Yeah. 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 So which is fine. That's fine. fine. Um, so yeah, I say I'm those safe because I can figures. swear happily. Yes. Those are our facts and figures. And I, I don't think, I mean, the only other thing I suppose is to, um, no, we've covered already, haven't we, when we're coming back for our um, We're coming back middle of seasons. February. That's our plan. We're going we're gonna to be like. a, a post-Valentine's gift for you. Ta-da! <laughs> and the plan no is soppy crap from us. We we have we have said haven't we? We're gonna we're gonna aim for weekly episodes for like ten weeks at yes. a time. So, um, yeah. much so aiming for us. around about the fifteenth of February, but we'll keep you posted. So absolutely. Sign um, up to the mailing yeah. list, then you will know for definite. Sign up to the mailing list. Yes. So yeah, but mostly I would say the thing that we want to say the most is thank you for being part Yay, of this journey. Thank, thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the lovely, lovely messages that we have yes. had. We had one today which absolutely made our day from Kerry. Um, just thank you for being part of this mad project of ours to record our conversations and see Sarah, you've got a cat. I in know. Yeah. Me up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was trying to be sensible, but he's just like, all right. <laughs> she's been she's been pestering um, yeah. for ages now. She wants food. Genuine, genuine thank yous though yes. because I we would have done this we, we did it for love we didn't do it for listens mm-hmm. did we we did it for love but, but knowing people so are nice actually listening know. is wonderful yeah. it's, it's very exciting and um and we really hope that you know sharing our viewpoints and struggles and good stuff and bad stuff is is helping you too yeah. to know that you're not on your own it, it really is a a joint being creative is a joint thing yes, isn't it really absolutely definitely yeah so have a wonderful christmas everybody and a very happy new so year. Weird I know it does feel good. Yeah, especially. have a wonderful Christmas yes. and New Year. And uh, yes. remember, you can find us on creativereboot.co. At creativereboot.co. Uh, that's on, where are we on? Facebook and Instagram. We are on currently. Facebook, Instagram. We may have a Twitter account. We don't really use it. Oh, so. do we? Well, how did that happen? I think I may have set one up, <laughs> but I don't think we use okay. it. So don't go there. Um, so yeah, Facebook and Insta. Yeah. <laughs> um, and what else you can oh, rate review like us yeah like us rate us review us subscribe to yes. us and most of all the thing that would be the best thing in the world is to share us with your friends yes, if you please. like us share us yes, and also Tell other people about us uh, we are going to be doing a shit ton of recording in the new year so we want some guests please we do we do yes so um and we're going to need because we're going more we're going to need more so we've got we've got some in our in our little secret absolutely of people, but we need more humans to interview so, so if you're feeling brave or if you've got something new you want to announce in the new year and you think this might be perfect for you oh my god what is my cat doing <laughs> i'm trying really hard to keep a straight face focused it's very hard <laughs> We'll just go out on a big bang when she knocks something off of the uh, off the desk. Probably <laughs> when she just knocks your internet connection out. That's <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. Yes. So um, yep. fill in the um, little form on our website and uh, get in touch with us because we are always looking out for people. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, yeah, have a wonderful festive season and get some rest. Yes.
Yes. We need a rest after this year. Definitely. So that's that's the note I'm going to end the year 2021, on. 2021, oh, that's really hard to say. It's going to be a really good year. I can feel it. It is. It is. And on that note, bye-bye. Good night. Goodbye. Take care. <laughs> bye-bye. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.